Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your presence. I do know that you've been listening quite a lot lately. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, I am um, ever so grateful to all of you and I hope you're having a great weekend wherever you are. So, um... This week coming up, we've talked about many subjects. Uh, today we're going to talk about something not exactly very nice, but it has to be said. Uh, we have spoken about it. We have been going through this trauma for a very long time. I know when we were in school, I used to read about it in the papers and always wondered what I could do to, to talk about it, to help, to, um, to, to um, you know, make it better. But then I left the country and really um, not been able to do anything uh, on this subject. So I thought today's podcast I will dedicate to, to the subject. Uh, and and the reason I, I was doing it because I was reading a magazine called Geographical. Um, and it is a great magazine. Geography, uh, should I say, is the word geography. www.geographical.co.ca um, magazine of the Royal Geographic Society of the United Kingdom. Um, and the front page of the book says, Widows of the Farm, Punjabi wood, women coping with gro- growing rural suicides. Uh, I knew where that one was going when I saw that. It uh, My heart sank because it is um, a very important topic. It, it goes on every single day. And I will just read you. Um, I I will just read to you the um, a small part of the article, and we'll talk about some more uh, more data afterwards. So the topic of this conversation is about uh, suicides far, uh, among farmers in rural Punjab. Um, so. The article over here basically talks about um, a lady called Sujit Kaur, uh, who were making rotis for breakfast. Uh, her children, who were nine and seven at the time, were getting ready to school. Uh, the food was ready, but her husband was not had not yet shown up. He was taking a bath, and she thought he maybe he was feeding the two milk buffaloes, uh, and kept kept in the courtyard. Uh, like most of his neighbors um, in rural Punjab. It's been a while now. You should go and look for him, said Sukhjit's mother-in-law. When she went to uh, look for him, he had hung himself. Um, Her husband, Jagmil, was a farmer, and the nature of his death is part of a bigger story. Um, according to a door-to-door survey carried out by researchers from Punjab Agriculture University in the past 20 years, 16,600 farmers and farm laborers died by suicide in the six districts of Punjab, Punjab's cotton belt. All were crushed by mounting debts. Uh, and the big reason behind it is the euphoria of the Green Revolution, which made Punjab the bread basket of India during the 1970s. And that is all gone. 
The revolution uh, began when half a century ago, scientists developed a high-yielding variety of seeds of wheat, rice, and cotton. Considered miracle seeds, they were designed to improve food production and reduce the frequency of famines. The high-yielding uh, variety of seeds can produce up to 10 times more than the regular seeds, although they also need more fertilizers, pesticides, and water. In Punjab, these seeds entirely replaced the indigenous crops. Farmers increased their expenditure to buy the required fertilizers and pesticides, and they didn't know what they were, that they were walking into a trap. The new varieties are prone to crop failure, and when they're there's even a slight deviation in the ideal, ideal uh, weather conditions, which are difficult to ensure. It's a recipe for disaster, and one that's unfolding as the climate crisis takes hold. Today, Punjab's agricultural uh, sector has a debt of 10 billion rupees, uh, 10 billion pounds. An average of 1 million rupees per, fa per farming family, more than three times that of the annual income. Uh, when Subjit married her husband in 2005, they already had some debt. According to what she heard, Jakmil's father died during the 1990s as a result of the debt-related acute stress, uh, although the actual cause of death is unclear. Jakmil was only a child back then, but he dropped out of school to start working in agriculture. He was a hard worker, and bit by bit he was paying back the debt he inherited. But they could never clear the debt, and in 2006, unprecedented heavy rains destroyed the rice harvest. Over the next 10 years, the family accumulated 3, uh, three lakh rupees of further debt, mostly to buy pesticides, fertilizers, and seeds, in a state where the average monthly income of an agricultural household is roughly 250 pounds. Uh, when uh, Sukhjit found her husband dead, it was a terrible shock, but it was not a surprise. Uh, once he jumped from the terrace, if once he tried to cut his wrist, uh, another time he was caught by his mother ingesting a bottle of pesticide. I made him drink lemon and salt. He vomited and he was saved, she says, sitting in the shade of her patio from where there is no longer any sign of buffalo they used to own. Sukjit knew her husband needed help. She sold the family golden buffalo and took more debt in order to have him admitted into a mental health clinic um, an hour's drive from the village. Uh, after a month in November 2014, he was sent back home with some drugs to take. For around two months, he seemed to be better. But when the stress hit again, Sukjit says, um, he had taken medication for stress, as she puts it, without any male family member in the house. All the responsibility now lie on her shoulders. The land, the house, the children's education, the debt is still to be paid. It's a lot to take. But thankfully, in 2016, she found a lifeline, discovering a new courage and inspiration from another woman who was facing the same ordeal. Although the tragic Although tragic, what happened to Sukhjit is hardly an exception in Punjab. Since her father died, since her husband died, the situation at large has become worse. Although Punjab is in the state where the highest suicide rate is in India, uh, it's just slightly above the natural and national average, with an average of seven suicides a day in 2019. It was reported the second highest surge in comparison with 2018.
As long as you're inside your home, you think that you are the only one. It is only when you step outside and start speaking out that you realize how many we are. One of the people who worked the hardest to create a space for women to speak out just a few blocks away from Sujit was Virpal Kaur. Um, a, is a thin, she was a thin, short woman in her early 40s who often covers her braided hair with a white dupatta, a traditional scarf worn by the rural women of Punjab. But her reserved looks is misleading. Virpal has an impassioned, assertive way of speaking, always as, as if there's no time to waste. Um, she rarely accepts no for an answer, and she hardly ever sits still, always finding something to do. Cooking for a neighbor, volunteering in a local nursery, visiting a woman who recently lost her husband, or attending a protest. Talking to Virpal for longer than 30 minutes is a challenge. Women peek into her house looking for her, and her phone is constantly ringing, as she always is around uh, in Rala, along the dusty roads where cow dung dries in the sun. She casually points at this, that a house or that, telling us that someone died of suicide here and there. And she remembers the year, the name, and how it happened. Uh, when the local government first came here in 2010, instead of taking the matter seriously, he laughed and, at me and sarcastically said, Oh, what is wrong with you? It seems all the suicides are happening in this village. But the door-to-door -door survey by the Punjab Agricultural University proved Patwari wrong. Collect collecting proof of 16,600 agriculture-related suicides between 2000 and 2018 in Punjab, most of them in around 2,000 villages of the six districts of the Punjab cotton, wealth, cotton Belt. Despite the evidence, the government still seems to be reluctant to recognize the scale of the problem, perhaps unwilling to deal with the issue as a political problem and to grant the victim's family compensation based on the fact that the suicides are a direct consequence of the ongoing agricultural disaster. In a village of 6,000 people, Riopral personally knows 250 families affected by at least one suicide, but only 20 of them on the official government list. Barely six or seven have received compensation. Riopral didn't need the government or the university assessment to truly understand the suicide. I lost my father to suicide in 1995, after he had lost his land to death. At 16, I got married and my husband died of suicide four years later. Back then, my daughter Diljit was two and a half and my son Abhishek was one. My husband was also crushed by death after his own father died of suicide earlier. And he lost his entire cotton harvest to a pest. Alone in death with two kids, Vipal was sent back to the village in which she grew up. In Rala today, she is known as the daughter of the village, but her return hasn't been a warm homecoming. Instead, she faced humiliation and hardship. However, she didn't give up, prepared to do any job she could to provide her children with an education. She also started learning more about the suicide issue and what she and other women could do to get recognition and compensation. In 2017, Virpal met Karanjit Kaur, a young woman from uh, another district who lost her father to suicide, and together they set up Kisan Mazdoor uh, could she pleaded Parivar Committee, an organization to support families of the suicide victim. At first, the 3,000 families joined, Virpal said. Five years later, membership swelled to 16,500. They meet once a month in large open-air venues 
of Patiala, Barnala. Sometimes they meet at Gurdwara, Sikh temples, to organize protests and to discuss what can be done to support the survivors. In 2019, the committee decided that Vipal should run for the national election. She, should, would, she would contest an, an independent candidate to become a member of the Lok Sabha, the lower house of the Indian parliament for months. She traveled around the region of Batinda in a hired auto rickshaw, armed with a loudspeaker and two large posters with her and a campaign symbol, an earthen pot used in rural areas to drink water. Riyapal always was always realistic about her chances. I had no idea how elections work and knew I had no chance of winning. In the end, she didn't win, but she still considers her campaign a success. Media started coming and we got known. Earlier, nobody in a district office would listen to me. Now, they do not dare kick me out. For Riyapal, getting, getting known also means that more and more women approach her. But when asked whether she feels overwhelmed, her answer is plain no. All these women have so many doors shut in their faces. I am not able to solve all their problems, but I will always be there to at least listen. Um, I've heard of suicides before. I never thought it would happen to us, said Karamjit Kaur, 40. She's carrying a plastic bag that contains a small sheet of papers. She just came back from the district office in Mansa as she tried again to meet an official to file her husband's death certificate. They were married for 24 years when in July 2021 he took his life. He went out to buy some medicines for me. When he came back, he was weird. He lay down on the bed next to me. I made him some tea while my son bought him water, but he could not drink. He told us to go away. It was too late, and we understood he had taken poison. Um, Gurjit Singh had been a day labourer working in the fields of Rala and doing construction work in the city. Their family was barely able to make a living. He had recently taken a loan from a bank, another from an unofficial moneylender, to start a small business as a vegetable seller. Um, but when the pandemic hit, the financial situation spiraled and the family piled on more than six. 100,000 rupees of debt, 6 lakhs. I did what I could to partially pay the debt to moneylenders from the village, but I told the bank that has no choice but to wait until my kids start working. Uh, who now, Karamjit, who now cleans stables uh, of her neighbours in Rala for 500 rupees a month. Barely enough to put food on the table. As a result of her direct, dire economic situation, her daughter, who is 17, and her son, 15, has dropped out of school. Only the youngest, who is turning 11, continues his education. But Karamjit is worried that soon she won't be able to pay his exam fees. Unlike smallholders, the family doesn't own any land, nor any animals. Uh, Karamjit's only hope is to get compensation to support her children's education. Labour families only rely on the man as a sole breadwinner. With no land to sell, man's suicide quickly translates into the economic collapse of the families. And we are facing more and more situations like this. Um, my dear friends, I could go on and on and on and on, but I think we get the message. Um, for Virpal Sukchit Karamjit and many other women in, in Punjab, the next goal is to sh ensure an education for the upcoming generation of women, people such as Virpal's daughter Diljit, 
who was studying to become a lawyer and defend the rights of the laborers of Punjab. Punjab's suicide crisis, my dear friends, is, is chilling, is bone chilling. I remember uh, when I was growing up and people talked about, and the newspapers, the Times of India and the Indian Express would talk about the suicide belt um, in, in the farming land. And I would say, what is a suicide belt? And I came to know that there were farmers committing suicide. I was stunned to my stomach. Now, my ancestors were landowners, uh, but after they left and, and left their land and moved to North India and moved to Karachi to work 100 years ago, they never came back until the land. The land was still by laborers, and when the new law came in and, and and Goa got uh, independence. They joined the Indian Union. The Indian laws became valid. We had to give our land to the tillers. We really never went back to farming, and um, we were very happy to give the land to laborers, to, to the tillers, because we were not farmers anymore. We, you know, for why are we going to keep the land? And, you know, we were not uh, land grabbers. We didn't want to keep the land for money and just for saying I got land. Someone else could use the land, but so be it. So we gave it away. And we would be very happy to go back to the Goa and, and the tiller would give us, you know, little rice. And we were so, uh, you know, say, he would say, there's rice from your land. And we were so tickled. My God, this is rice from our land. Um, and of course, my grandparents would say, but this is not your land anymore. But it doesn't matter. We would just be on holidays. For us, buying rice was, you know, from the local market. But um, <laughs> it is fantastic. Um, so um, knowing that we all, somewhere up the line, come from villages. Um, we come from villages. Our ancestors were farmers. We tilled the land and we, and, and we ate her crop, uh, her bounty. And she lives in us, every single one of us. And today we live in big urban areas, different parts of the world. But the stories from the past and, and from rural India affect us greatly. And this suicide story that there's so many farmers uh, you know, committing suicide really hurts and, and really badly. Um, and you say, but how can we? We changed the laws after 1947. The big Indian socialist Nehru removed the zamindars and, and put in new laws giving land to tillers. But it's very similar to Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe took land, Robert Mugabe took land from the white farmers, as they call it, uh, for historical wrongs and gave it to the black farmers. Okay, fine, very fine. Um, but they didn't give the black farmers, the local farmers, any type of uh, training. They didn't give them any type of financial help, um, you know, any type of tra uh, educational help. So these people didn't know how to use the land, or didn't know how to maintain, not use it, but maintain it. Uh, they needed money. There was no help. Um, and they lost the land over time and their crop failed and the agricultural production of Zimbabwe is reduced to nothing. And that, my dear friends, is, is, is what, uh, how Robert Mugabe destroyed the economy of, uh, of Zimbabwe. It is the same thing in India. We talk about the Industrial Revolution. We talk about the Green Revolution. We talk about the laws... Um, 
1947 were changed by the socialists, but what did they do? They changed the label on the top, but the mentality was the same again. The local farmers, the tillers, don't have any money to till the crops, buy these huge fertilizers um, and a whole lot of uh, other requirements, and they go into debt, they go into debt, they go into debt, and once they can't pay, they either commit suicide or they get into drugs, and that's why Punjab has this huge drug problem So also. So besides the suicide rate, they also have a massive drug problem because they are feeding the country. They are feeding the country, but when they're feeding the country, they themselves are being indebted and, and giving up their lives, their blood. The rice that we eat is soaked in their blood. Uh, we talk about Kashmir and how the atrocities in Kashmir where the um, Islamic militants killed a woman and, 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 and uh, put her, uh, um, not killed, raped a woman and, and, in, and killed her husband in front of her and chopped him to pieces and put him in a, in a, in a big box or a pot of rice. And the, the rice was soaked with blood. The similarly, uh, the rice that we, the food that we eat today, are soaked in the blood of and the 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 soul of the farmers of India who take their lives every single day. And we do not talk about it. We're too busy going to see our Bollywood movies. Uh, the disgusting, uh, and I'm sorry to say this, absolutely disgusting. So it's time to have that conversation, my dear friends. It's time to wake up and 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 say we have a problem. We are going to take a look at it. Um, the the BJP government tried to change it, and we know what happened to the farm laws. Um, we know that the 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 the, uh, the Congress absolutely stopped it, not because it was wrong, because Congress the 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 junk that they are uh, did not want to give the credit for the farm laws to uh, another political party they don't care if india is sinking they don't care we're doing good they don't care we're doing better they don't care if someone's giving us better facilities um or, or, or better better policies they want they want credit for everything that goes on in India. They believe in their mind that India belongs to them. We are obligated to them. We have to submit to them and only they can make policies. And anyone who brings a good policy to the table will be rubbish, will be chastised, uh, will be degraded. They will be uh, lied to. Um, they will bring in their assets and their allies from the global media uh, to degrade India. Um, and and stop any type of policies from from helping the farmers, and it is so important. And then they say, well, India is a fascist country. You know why we're a fascist country? Because of the three fingers pointing back at the socialists who left us, who changed the labels, but kept all the power and the mentality in their hands to control. And we've got a massive crisis. So generation after generation, first we had the zamindars, the jagidars. Now we have the small landowners, 86% um, if I'm not mistaken, 85% uh, of Indian farmers are small landowners. Um, and they are dependent on money lenders, big loans from banks. Banks who make so much of money but cannot, for whatever reason, take it upon themselves, come together as a nation, come together as financial institutions to help the farmers whose food uh, they eat whose food uh, generations 
will live on, but they refuse to find a way to help the farmers. So it is up to us to talk and uh, to talk about this, uh, to rise up, to find solutions, uh, to write to your government, to write to the banks, to write to all these banks, these massive banks, who are absolutely disgraceful, um, and 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 start uh, telling them about what they could do or help to help the farmers in their local areas, um, provide them with subsidies, provide them uh, with uh, uh, forgiveness of debt, uh, help them with zero zero percentage loans, uh, zero interest loans, or anything and everything that you can do to help these farmers in your area. It is very, very important. Uh, form, um, and another way is volunteer, form volunteer groups of uh, 15, 20 people, each one taking one family and uh, and becoming the mentor for that family, making sure that that family uh, has uh, the, the children of the farmer have education, making sure that they have mentorship, making sure that the family doesn't fall into debt, the family, uh, you can go and volunteer and help the farmer till his land, because working on the land is the, is the most healing thing on, on the planet. When you work on your land, uh, you, even if it's small flowers that you're planting, it's so healing for everyone. And so working the land is, is very important, helping the farmer. So you say a group of 20, 25 people um, go and help one family and another group of 25 help another family. And slowly by slow, we, slowly we can empower the farmers of India and, and heal and, and, and they will produce the best of crops and food for the next generation of Indians. Um, so many ways that could help these farmers. And I'm just going to give you some data over here. Uh, so, a data from a research article by Global Research. Um, I think it is um, from the from the University of Cornell Medicine, New York, USA. Okay, it's it is written uh, by Faten Taki, Melanie Witt, Indrajit Singh Jaiji, Sonal Jessel, Elizabeth Maurer, Jacob Lowry, and Ganesha Kaur. So, um. Suicide is prevalent among farmers all over the world and may be influenced by policies and agricultural initiatives that affect the social economic diversity. Okay. Um, suicide data is collected using household surveys um, for, this, for this by Baba Nanak Education Society, uh, a local non-government uh, organization for data from 1980 to 2016. Uh, analyzed from seven districts, uh, San Sangrur, Mansa, Patiala, Jind, Samna, Fatehbad, and Sangrur. Um, demographic data included date on which the suicide occurred, age, occupation, land holding, information, and the mode of suicide. Uh, and they covered about 2,400 suicides. Um, suicide is defined as self-directed fatal act with the intent to die as a result of that same act uh, being um, with the intent to die as a result of that same act it is a public health challenge worldwide okay this is not uh, this is not just for India it's worldwide but some areas are worse than the others it is a complex phenomenon influenced by many factors such as neurobiology stressful events social, economic, and cultural events, 
Um, and the farmers worldwide are the, um, have a huge percentage of suicide rates in, in their quarter. That means uh, most of suicide rates are overrepresented by farmers. Um, especially for regions dependent on agricultural output. Uh, socioeconomic stress may pay, play out even greater role when the mental health disorders is driving high suicide rates among farmers in India. Um, they also have been uh, political acts used by the desperate agricultural workers to protest against the dire circumstances they experience. It is evident from the recent countrywide winter contest winter of content protests against government policies that left farmers particularly vulnerable. Uh, farming is a uh, profession is subject to many uncertainties, risks arising uh, from economic uh, insecurity, uh, climate, unpredictable climate, risk of crop failure, price volatility um, of agricultural goods due to increased access to foreign markets uh, and unintended consequences of the green revolution. Um, the consequences, the latter including high cost of production, manipulation, middlemen, logistics, uh, insufficient support system, expensive loans with high interest, uh, corporate control, aggressive loan recovery programs, among others, all contribute to the escalation of debt traps, especially among marginal farmers. These factors resulted in widening disparities in land distribution and higher rates of unemployment. Um, so the most suicides occurred in Andhra Pradesh, Karnataka, Kerala, Maharashtra, Punjab. Uh, despite the improvements of the number of suicides in industrial states like Tamil Nadu, uh, aggregate um, Agrigreen states like Maharashtra and Punjab, they, however, they recorded um, 6,800 in uh, Maharashtra and 649 in Punjab in the span of 2010 to 2018. The prevalence of suicide in Punjab was 11, um, 1190 suicides out of 279 medically certified deaths in the population. Um, however, suicide rate events uh, are underreported since suicide is considered illegal since 2014. In addition to the most of these reports are not associated with information of the individual's economic circumstances. Uh, there's an increasing trend of suicide in the last 30 years of um, a job. Um, because um, there are many, many conditions that are contributing to this, social economic factors, climate, like we mentioned, uh, finances, uh, financial situation, and there are many, many, many uh, reasons behind this. Um, so suicide with at least one missing data is excluded in, this, in these surveys. Uh, one missing data point. A location of individual's village was plotted on the map, uh, village coordinates from official census. Suicide, suicide subsequently grouped according to the sub-district and district. Um, and the data was split by occupation. So agricultural, agriculturalist and agricultural labors were grouped under agriculture and were referred to as agricultural laborers. Or workers. 
All occupations, other occupations like tailors, shopkeepers, government service, housewives, shop laborers, watchmen, drivers, barbers, car mechanics, carpenters, tea sellers, trade, drug, truck drivers, and services were denoted as other. Um, and look, it still did not bring the necessary um, results that we wanted, that was wanted, because we saw, when I say necessary results, I mean that the rates were high. Okay. So out of the 2,400, almost 2,500 recorded suicides during this period, um, between um, 1980 and 2016%, 58%, 58.39% recorded suicides was among agriculturalists and 40.70% was among agricultural laborers. The remaining recorded suicides were recorded for other occupations like barbers, car mechanics, carpenters, drivers, government service, house and wife, housewife service, shopkeepers. Um, and the trend increased from 1980 to 2016. So it's only increased, it's not going down. Uh, the average median age of suicides in Punjab is between 33 and 39 years for agricultural workers, respective, uh, 33 for agricultural workers, I apologize, 39 years for other workers. Um, agricultural workers who died by suicide were significantly younger than other workers. Um, um, the median age, um, yes. Sorry about that. Uh, the frequency of suicides and sum of death per year increased throughout the years among agricultural workers. Land holding did not change dramatically through these years. Not surprisingly, the debt increased uh, the suicide risk, although uh, throughout the years, regardless of the occupation. Um, however, the relationship was stronger with agriculture than other occupations. Land holding was also correlated to suicide frequencies. Um, and this, my dear friends, is very frightening. Can you, can you believe that? The study found that farming shortened the lifespan of workers. Uh, the median age was 45 years by up to 10 years uh, relative to other occupations where the median age was 55 years. This trend was different in other reports in India where the highest number of suicides was among 15 to 29 years of age. And in the US, where the number of suicides remained high for less than 75 year old from 1999 to 1994, while the highest increase was among middle-aged group, farmers were significantly more likely to die by suicide as a result of poison. Um, A number of farmer suicides increased in rural areas despite national bans for pesticides used in India, suggesting the pesticide regulation may not be effective in rural areas and fails to address the root cause of the farmer suicides. In comparison, 590 farmers in three southeastern states in the US were more likely to use firearms. It doesn't matter how they take their life, the bottom line bottom is uh, the, the the result is they're taking their lives and they should not be doing this. Based on official Indian census from 2008 to 2016, Punjab had 
26 deaths all by suicide in 22 districts. In comparison, this study reported 652 deaths by suicide in only 7 point of the 22 districts. In addition, um, um, there were a total of, uh, in addition, SIDU, um, sorry, uh, I apologize for that. Limitations of the study included lack of data related to individuals' gender literacy levels, uh, as well as mental health during data collection process. Nevertheless, previous social and descriptive analysis have downplayed the role of potential pre-existing psychological disorders in driving suicide among farmers in India. Um, further measuring debt is complicated. In the study, the debt value was directly assessed using household surveys, which reflect the total size of the debt. Um, and yeah, so that, my dear friend, uh, brings us to a conclusion. Um, that the data identifies economically driven trends in suicide in Punjab, India, and can herald problems that are likely to arise in other regions of the world where farmers suffer from increased economic insecurity. Uh, further studies in this role um, um, show that informal money lenders, trade liber liberalization, that's global uh, global markets, multinational corporations, and the necessity of public investment into secondary and tertiary sectors of the economy will, are warranted to identify mechanisms to safeguard the social, economic, human rights of farmers. Um, and there's a study here that says the median age of recorded suicides in India in 1980 was 25. By 2015, it had come to 46. Sorry, it had come to 40. Um, very small increase, but at the same time, so that it, the median age is 32.8, and other occupations is 39.3. What is important is that it's low, and it's they're taking their life. It is not. It's not very, very. Um, good as that to be done and in any whatever condition and my dear friends i hope that you can understand that this is a very important issue it rises above all politics it rises above uh ideology religion color race all of these are non-issues they are just perception of our minds and the farmers of our land and of a society are the most important drivers of the economy if your farming fail your economies fail uh, there's a break in, in the human chain, in the food chain, that will cause civil unrest and it will bring down the country. So your farmers are the basis and the foundation. Your agriculture is the foundation of your economy. It has to be dealt with and if the government doesn't take it into their hands, every single one of, of every single uh, uh, person in India has to help and give its part uh, do its part uh, as volunteers to help the farming families one family at a time one family helping farming uh, farmers with the children's education with providing them with some sort of uh, relief for debts um, helping them collect money for debts um, collecting money to pay for debts helping them with uh, 
volunteer activity to help them in their farms, uh, uh, different ways where we can help them, uh, providing them food, um, clothes, um, you know, anything and everything that you can do to help the, these farmers, one family at a time, one farmer at a time, and that is uh, that we will resurrect the farming sector and help our, our farmers who are the foundation of who we are. So, um, psychological problems faced by farmers and suggested memory. Um, in general, the belief is that farmers live a very peaceful and healthy life, but nowadays in the modern intensive agriculture has led to abnormal stress and consequent depression and instability in the life of the farmers. You understand that the population of this planet has doubled in size in the last 75 years. That means we have to feed the population of the planet. In order to feed the population of the planet, we need more high-yielding crops. So the farmers have been working double the time, double the effort. They have to incur more debt in order to till their land with high-intensity crops and with bigger percentage of, of crop failures uh, because these are very, very difficult issues to deal with. Um, and yes, uh, it is important to understand these issues. So what are the um, problems in Indian agriculture? Agriculture is an unorganized activity. Um, so today, today uh, tomato price will be 10 rupees, tomorrow will be 80, degree, 80 rupees. Most farms are small economic farms, not feasible, middlemen and economic exploitation of farmers. Poor availability of quality inputs, poor infrastructure in rural areas, high indebtedness and exorbitant rates, interest rates. Um, and here are some of the possible re remedies for the solution. Uh, multiple crops, that means cultivation of multiple crops, not just one. There should be reduction on the dependency of agriculture on nature. Um, Modernization of agricultural essential, educating the farmers, mingling with small farms may help. Uh, yes, so small farmers may join and combine uh, their small farms as one big chunk. Uh, in, doing institutional finances available to every farmer is an important solution to save the farmers from debt trap. Requirement for meaningful crop insurance policies, alternate sources of income, Relief packages should be given to farmers. Delivery uh, of extension services, counseling to farmers. Uh, social support uh, provides a buffer uh, effect for the stress and the great support of individuals and families will get from friends, family, local communities. National policies, societies as a whole will reduce the tension substantially. Everyone who eats is, has a stakeholder in small farmers' well-being. It is essential for governments and NGOs to work together in local and national and global basis to address, solve, and solve the critical issues. Uh, unity and compassion on the global level is required and is necessary to implement income-generating activities which may reduce farmer suicide. Um, and yes, my dear friends, this is very important an issue. It is not something that is should be taken lightly. It is over and above all the politics. I hope you can understand. I'm going to paste this on my Facebook page. You're most welcome to take a look at it. Religions, regimes, and refugees. 
and uh, talk about it share this with your family with your friends uh, shared with whoever you can uh, have the discussion send an email to your local leaders your local politicians get together with your school friends your college friends your work friends your social media group friends and and see how you can effectively volunteer for for uh, to farming families to help them in their in their journey and we can all benefit together so i hope i gave you something to think about today i'm sure you know what this this is happening it's nothing new but it is important to revive it in our memory so that we can find solutions so thank you very much for your time i hope you have a great day and stay safe